Ladies and gentlemen, it's Friday night. It's time for Warm Beer in the Cheap Seats. It's your buddy and co-star, Big Mike, coming at you. Got Casey right here. Welcome, everyone. Hey, Case. Hey, buddy. Listen, Big Mike is your friend in the podcast world. That's right. Just remember that. I'm a, a smiley face. He's my friend. He, he's he got... Uh, Wait, what's the acronym? GFE. GFE. Good yes. fucking energy. I was oh, but I said SFE, stupendous effing energy. That's right. We got Lady Jill and Melissa joining us tonight. A live studio audience. Woo! Yeah, there we go. Welcome back, everyone. Friday night, WBCS. That's right. We got a great show for you, packed full of. Fun, fun, fun. Yep. We got Big Ed got a great retrospective this evening. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk a little bit about food because we like that. Yes. We're going to talk a little bit wedding stories. Wedding stories. Casey's going to give us a little bit of Major League Baseball info. Yeah. Go. Hey, yeah. we're, we're well, we in can the brush stretch. On it. Yeah, Absolutely. I, well, it, Subway Slam is going to be on, so I want to save some of that for, for the old Subway. Yeah, know. of course. Don't. Uh, because I got a couple questions for him. I'm sure he's a little nervous about uh, how one of the series is going right now. And mm. then uh, saw the dice man. The, how was that? The, Wait, the dice us. man cometh to Tampa. How was the crowd? Did you have a pretty good turnout? Uh, yeah, it was a it was a pretty good turnout. Um, what's nice is it's not necessarily uh, a big theater. We saw him at. Uh, side splitters in the Carrollwood area. So and nice and intimate. Setting. Intimate, yeah. I mean, we were two tables back, so I was feet from the dice man. Did the dice man make any comments towards your direction? No, but there were quite a few people that he. Oh, uh, we we avoided the crossfire, uh, luckily, which I was fine with. Hickory dickory dock. Yeah, yeah. Right. He, he did do a couple nursery rhymes at the end. It was just like almost like seeing a good rock band. You're like, all right. This We're going to do our classics. Yeah, this is the encore. He just, you know, did a couple of the old ones and, and walked off. But, I mean, he started the show and then he's quiet and he's like, um, the guy, he, he missed the mark. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I told the DJ and I'm expecting in an apology, but I I did the thing with the hand, and I know y'all saw me do the thing with the hand, and the music didn't stop. I I said, hey, when I do the thing with the hand, the music stopped. The guy's like, I got it. Hey, you don't got it. And then that that's kind of how he that's, started. That the was show. the lead in. Yeah. So. But he went on and on, and, and that went on for a while, and then that led into a story about like when you go to a restaurant, he's like. All right, so I want this burger cooked well done, plain with nothing. The guy's like, "So you want cheese with that?" He's like, "Let me repeat the order to you." You know, and uh, he was pretty good. 
um, you know, newer material and, but a lot of crowd work. I mean, he picked on this one lady up front and she's like, um, you know, who's that with you, your son? He's like, mm, good family dynamic there. <laughs> Bring your kid to a dice show. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was fun. It was fun. It was fun to see him at a place like that. Cause generally he's playing, you know, big arenas, uh, right? Yeah. He, he does like the theaters and stuff like that. So it would be a couple thousand people. So to see him in, in such a small setting and of the comedy clubs in Tampa side splitter is still my favorite. Cause it's, it's, there's not a bad seat. It's it's very personal, and his opener, uh, a Miss Kerrigan, <clears throat> no relation to Nancy. I mm. was hoping. To me, she kind of looked like her. I forget her first name, but uh, she's definitely. Eleanor. Oh yeah, Eleanor. Eleanor Kerrigan. Uh, so if you ever see her, she's featuring wherever he's touring right now. Um, she's hilarious. She's very hilarious. Uh, definitely uh, same comedy styling and profiling. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely has that South Philly kind of attitude, you know, mm-hmm. South Philly, Irish Catholic. And then, you know, she's like, I'm one of nine or something like that. Mm-hmm. You're like, Jesus. So, so something else, but pr- pretty good. It was a great show altogether. So yeah, he's so out good. there. What did Dice Man look like? Did, describe, did he put weight on? Does he look about the same? You know, he didn't put weight on. He takes care of himself. He, um, he looks older, no doubt. You know, he's, he's in the sixties now he had the really big glasses he, he wears, uh, you know, and they're kind of, uh, shaded a little, it's, I, I don't know if it's a Vegas thing or what, uh, it, it's, it's a, it's a funny look, but he's been doing that for a few years, the kind hmm. of the big glasses and then his hair's gray, but he was very informal. He had like almost like a, a gym shirt on. And some lady's like, hey, uh, you, you don't have a leather jacket on? He's like, yeah, well, I'm not playing in the theater. In the theater, I dress up. He's like, like you're not dressing it in a gown. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> and like you could hear she's like, you know, like well played or something like that. Uh, so, yeah, he looked good. He was lively. Uh, he was a lot of crowd work. He talked to a lot of people. And for the most part, everyone knew their place. There wasn't anyone that was dumb enough to try to uh, heckle him. Heckle. No, that's all. the wrong guy you want to heckle. Mm-hmm. Right. So, pre- pretty good show overall. Got a little feedback there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's uh. Hold on. I'm doing a little work here. See that? We are working on the fly, everyone. That's how we do it here on Warm Beer and Cheap yeah. Seats. And if the people yeah. wanted to reach out to us. Yeah, I I, I think. Uh, oh, yeah. You can reach us at Beer Seats or you can email us at, at the show at Warm Beer and Cheap Seats. We uh, promise to answer. Yeah, so I'm going to unmute real quick. And hey, Jimmy Mike. What's going on there, bud? Hi, Jimmy Mike. And he's gone. Oh boy. That's weird. Oh, maybe he muted himself. Oh, maybe he did. Maybe he's done have a setup. He he says he's there. Folks, we have technical difficulties. And if you listen to the download, you're gonna get the same exact shows if you heard it live. I heard it live. Not the down low. Download. All right, so Melissa opened with someone getting fired. 
in a Halloween costume. This is so the person, the person in the Halloween costume story. got fired, or they were fired by someone wearing a Halloween costume. So somebody had the boss had the Halloween costume on, and they're like, "You're what? fired, asshole." Yeah. Yeah, what what costume? I don't remember. Was it Dracula? Were they a payaso? A payaso? What's a payaso? That's Spanish for clown. Oh, pretty good case. Wow. All around here. Yep. It was something silly and crazy (laughs) and that you could not take seriously. I remember that. Was it not safe for work? NSW? The outfit? I think it was okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, whatever. Oh, is that how it goes? The, that's why I have you. Acronyms. Yeah. I I, it's I'm, not safe for work. NSFW. NSFW. You take out those little words. Was you, it, did they dress like Mr. Frankenstein? BFB. Like WBCS. There's no I. I got you, Mike. Thank you. <laughs> but there's an I, Mike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Enemy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not a god. That would suck to be be fired by somebody in a costume. Right? And she said she just had the worst time trying to keep a straight face because she realized what she looked like. I think that she said she had a mask on, and then now I don't know if I'm mixing the stories up. Somebody had a mask on where it was like a big smiley face. You know, like you're fired, asshole, and it's like a smiley face looking back at you, right? And I think it was two different, like somehow this conversation came up. The person who was fired, were they dressed in a costume? I didn't even ask. That's important information for it. I just heard the story after. Oh, yeah, that is a good question. I kind of don't think so. Is that the craziest firing you've seen in in a workplace? I didn't see it, I heard about it. Oh, I know. But I don't know if I've ever seen a firing. I mean, not. I don't know. I got fired once for like a oh, few you minutes. I've seen my own. Really? For yeah. A few minutes? Recent? Oh, years ago. Hmm. So. <laughs> for what? Big night. Well, I was I was working in a sales job and the sales manager did not like the way he goes, I don't like the way you work that deal. I'm like, I was just trying to put the deal together, boss. I think the guy had a problem with me and I couldn't figure it out. And he was just berating me and berating me and berating me. Another sales manager was sitting right next to him and I just got tired of it. And he goes, if you walk off, you're fired. So me being an, the asshole I am, I walked away out of his office and said, you're fired. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Anybody who says if you walk out of here, you're fired is wanting you to walk out of there. Correct. And you're going to do it. So I walked next door, the administrative assistant to the general manager of the facility. Mm-hmm. I sat in her office. I said, Renee, I need to do some paperwork. I just got fired. Uh-huh. And she goes, you got what? I said, I just got fired. I just want to sign my paperwork. I'm going to go eat some lunch and I'm going home. Well, no, you need to go see Jimmy right now. Jimmy was a general manager. Always a Jimmy. Yep. And I'm like, I don't care, Renee. I just got fired. 
and I'm ready to go. So I went to the general manager's office. He asked me what happened. I explained it to him. He goes, hey, just uh, go home. Come back tomorrow. I'll talk to Bobby and uh, everything will be okay. And uh, it was okay. I came back to work the next day and uh, I had a job. Well, he goes, come on. If you walk out of here, you're fired. I'm like, oh, really? Try me. Challenge accepted. Yeah. yeah. Is that your current place of employment? No, or? no. This is this is probably. I'll tell you how many years ago this was, Melissa. You said, "Oh this yeah, hold was, my beer." Hold my beer. Mm-hmm. This was blah, 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 twelve years ago. Was it at Dimmit? So it's. Uh uh-uh. uh. Because did I buy the Cadillac per- twelve years ago? No, maybe uh, Furman. That was Furman. Furman. Yeah, yeah. You're right, Vermin. Vermin. So, needless to say, that sales manager and I had an icy relationship. Where is she now? From the, I don't know. So, so I don't know. He was a very angry guy. Pretty much nothing happened the next day after you you, you accepted his challenge. <coughs> nothing. Nothing happened. So, so, so nothing materialized from this, huh? Nothing. Just me retaining my job. That's that's interesting. I wonder what else happened that day. Are we going to talk like that the whole show? I don't know. Could he put his mouth to the mic? Uh, I am. <laughs> you know what, uh, Subway? I listen to the show a lot. Uh, well, we're done. And I critique, try to, you know, deliver my big ed stuff better. And sometimes I just can't hear you. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm just so, you know. He's not picking other, on you. I think the other listeners would like to hear what you have to say. Yeah, yes. I do. So they know why we're picking on you. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So they get the joke. <laughs> so they can laugh with us, not at us. <laughs> okay. Or at least not at us, but maybe at you. Yeah. yeah. Or, or okay. with you. Yeah. Either Re- or. Redirect the laughter. That's like uh, the. Does anybody remember laughter? <laughs> I don't know though. Big Ed sounds a little echoey now. I don't know. Not echoey. Oh. Oh. Same same rig, same oh, setup. That's much better. Right, that's wow. A lot wow, better. I feel like you just took a weight off my shoulders. Yeah. We have uh, we have podcast one one tonight, folks, on how to deliver a show on WBCS. How to deliver it properly and enter and in an entertaining fashion. We may be failing at that, but that's okay. You're still tuned in. Thank you. I, I listen. I've been listening to it in the car just to kind of see where we're at, and what? we've come a long way. We're, sure. we're, we're the last three weeks. We've been funny. You got that? I, I think so. Yeah. Hey, folks, we've been funny. Yeah, so you laugh, better, God damn it! Laugh it. Yeah, better be yeah. laughing right now. You know what I was laughing at? We were talking about right, right in the children's book. You know, like everyone shits. You know, shits their pants. You know, yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I laugh because the ideas were so stupid. They were funny. You know, the kid on the bus he shits his pants. His little spot on the bus. You know, on his bicycle seat, and like you know, this the ideas were endless. 
See, I still like the idea of like an inappropriate Berenstein Bears book. Like, a, yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, Berenstein but, uh, Bears go to a Klan rally. You know, look, I mean? if they could teach the kids, Mama like, Bear, if, if, if they're, Bear, if, look, they find out they, fought, you know, their great grandparents fought for the South. <laughs> but then, the, the, at the Klan rally, look, if they could have fucked off, up these kids, bears, school, they might as well like, do it right. Oh you know? my God, your Bears! And that's what the, we hate the most. We hate the bears the most. <laughs> and then that's the story in the Bernstein Bears go to the Klan rally that <laughs> hate's not good because the Klan hated the bears and they didn't realize that. Yeah. And that the bears love everybody. <laughs> and the, the bears Klan got the bears got lynched at the end of the book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, brother bear and sister bear. You could do the old story about the bear and the rabbit in the woods. That could be part of like a, a little segment. Yeah. The bear wipes his oh. ass with the rabbit. You know. Oh, Briar, Briar hey, Mister. Hey, Mister Rabbit. Does shit stick to you? Yeah. Then they call the rabbit like they call him Stripe. You know, his nickname is then Stripe in school when he goes back to school because they're at recess. You know, they recess in the woods because they're bears. I think we have a lot of good ideas just in this. Short little segment. See, here. I wouldn't oh, call yeah. that rabbit shitty. Hey there, shitty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure, it's a little on the nose, but yeah. you know, I think it's still effective. Yeah, it's got a good ring to it. Shitty or stainy? Stainy, stainy. The rabbit. Well, the beaver is like the high school dropout, and he's like, I just went to work at the dam, you know. Yeah. He's yeah, making good money. Thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The guy lives, in, you know, the chicken that lives in the chicken coop. We just call this thing the coop. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a chicken coop. No, yeah. but we are chicken, so it's yeah. just the coop. And we yeah. just like eggs. They're not chicken eggs. We don't eat chicken food. We just eat food. Because we're chickens. Yeah. Now it made with more pebble. Yeah. Now it made with more sand. And we do like Chinese food. They do. And they call it Chinese food because they're chickens. They're chickens. But the the Chinese call it chicken food or the food the chickens eat chicken food. Correct. You got so, that. They, so, they could so call the, the food, chickens food. <laughs> so the food the bears eat, it's not bear food, it's food to the bears. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And the rabbit's not a rabbit, he's toilet paper. It's toilet paper. T P. Yeah. 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 I gotta go to the store and get some rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> This damn pandemic, there's a shortage of rabbits. <laughs> Who's eating the rabbits, God damn it! Yeah. Well, you know, Who's let me ask you a question. Them? What about the brown rabbits? Do you think they mind being used as toilet paper? Uh, I like the white rabbits because they could see if they got it all, you know? Oh. Brown rabbit kind of, yeah. you don't know. But you don't, you want do you a clean, you want a clean bum. that's where brown rabbits came from i think that's uh <laughs> that's true it could be so what you're saying what's the uh they could, is, we could write the sequel book it could be i need to wipe again you know <laughs> <laughs> all right so kids walking around with his finger up his ass all day trying to get that oh, itch oh boy Ew. what it happens it's true though don't you, ever, true. don't you ever watch Sock. tv you ever experienced that totally sucks. It? it does oh, bullshit bullshit <laughs> get a bad wipe you're like Fuck, you're in the airport. You know, you're like, you never oh. pick your ass and smell it and go, it's not too bad. No. I could go, I could, I could make it till lunchtime. Mm hmm. What's yeah. Lunchtime? You ever heard of garbage asshole? You ever heard of that? <laughs> no. 
<laughs> that's like when you put garbage in your asshole, right? That's not good. Uh, it's like after you, you take a shower, you're nice and clean. Then you take a shit like 20 minutes later. You're not going to take another shower. So you got like garbage asshole. The whole day's fucking shot. Ew, garbage. Well, you know you can. Not if you clean. Not if you wipe it, right? The, well, uh, now what's, what's, the, what's the toilet paper brain was. that's marketing like ass wipes, wet wipes for your ass? Some yeah, they're called man the soft, wipes. Yeah. The softies. Uh, dude wipes. Well, there are dude wipes. No, but there's like the ones that what Charmin? Charmin. Yeah, is that the one? Is that the one with the bears on the commercial? The yeah, cartoon yeah. bears. Yeah, they they market that. I wonder why there's no rabbits in that commercial. Because they fucking. They're all stuck up their ass. You can't. They never really show their asshole. But they show like toilet paper remnants on the brother bear's ass in one commercial. Do you remember that? Oh, I do. Now they do. Yeah. That's kind of graphic. Yeah, Isn't but it? it's white. It's not like it's all like tatted with brown spots. <laughs> well, I, got, I got a question. Um, would the uh, would the Charmin Bears also go to the Clan Rally with the Berenstain Bears? No, no they know they they know the secret. <laughs> they they know the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> they know they'll be strung up at the end of the book. They don't go. Do they do they wear do they wear the Charmin over their head? <laughs> trying to make it look like they're trying to make their own like. Outfit. Oh boy. I wonder if they do. Maybe that's their Halloween costume. Happy Halloween. Hey, anyone dressing up for Halloween this year? Uh I'm not. Why? Not. Yeah. I don't know. Of course. I don't think I've dressed up in Halloween quite since we were like no, no, no. I mean I've been to a, like a party as an adult, like where it was like a themed party. We should even post now. We I, should post our Halloween picture my sister sent us last year, watch. a couple years ago. Remember that one? I got to show you what I what, what I what I'm gonna do in a very yeah a very <laughs> a very bad place. So I got my costume today. And, Jimmy, uh, Mike, what is it? What are you going uh, as? I'm gonna post it. I'm gonna post it. I don't know. If, I don't know how to post it on the website or on your on the the cast. But I did it to you guys right now. Oh, there it is. Oh, okay. So Jimmy, Mike, let me explain this to everybody out in uh, podcast land. He is a banana, but it's the upside down banana <laughs> where it looks like a penis is coming. What? Penis, that's penis great. banana. That is awesome. So oh, it's, that's a costume. That's a costume. looking at? Yeah, you don't, I don't like to hide what I have in my pocket. Uh, <laughs> and look at the face that the banana is making. Oh, my. He's happy to see you, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> what if somebody takes a chomp out of that banana? It, probably, it might feel pretty good. Hopefully, it's a lot of lip and not a whole lot of hole. It's like a Lewinsky putt. Oh, boy. So fans out there in warm beer in the cheap seats land, why don't you post your Halloween costumes on the our Twitter page coming up and uh, show us show us what you're going as. All you, three. You of said you. so. Show us your gonads. What did you say? Yes, yeah, show us gonads. <laughs> Yeah, That's exactly oh, what I said, oh, Jimmy. Only show me. I've had a few tonight. Oh, Paradise Lakes. Okay, we're gonna circle back. That's that's a perfect segue. 
Melissa, have you looked into going getting that pass for Paradise Lakes? Uh, oh, Lady Jill, we could go. We we it's cheaper for you and I to go. Mm -hmm, for once. I will, make, I will make the trip in two weeks, and I will go with you guys in my banana <laughs> in my banana outfit. Oh, that's great. Hey, just color a pee hole on the end of it. <laughs> yeah, like, I am Actually, naked. I'd like, to get, I'd like to get some type of garbage bag, like a glad garbage bag as a condom. <laughs> Put that thing on. You can never be too safe. So, Melissa, when are you going to go do our reconnaissance and reporting from Paradise Lakes? Um, you and Jill, both you and Lady Jill can go. You can go as a pair. And that, that way you don't feel you don't feel like. Why do you think it's not? You sound like you're hesitant to do this, Lady Joe. What do you think? I mean, I'll go. I mean, this is for the show. This is for the show. I this is about yeah, research. Yeah, you're gonna go to Paradise Lakes. So, do you know what Paradise Lakes is, Lady Joe? Yeah, That's right. It's a nudie That's place. Right. That's, That's right. right. And it's mainly old people. So we need. Sweet. And their logo. Melissa, show Lady Jill the logo, oh and what does that logo bring to mind once you see it? I want reaction. One moment, please. Show her the one Jimmy Mike sent you. Welcome, sweet Melissa. Oh, I didn't get that one. Oh, we got it. I know. There we go. I can't even Lady Jill's face is like she's very, like, uh, like what the, what is she the hell? Catholic? Are you? Is she a Catholic? She's never seen this before. No, not a Catholic. No. The lady Joe is innocent, very innocent, aren't you, Lady oh. Joe? So she's 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 definitely not a Catholic. <laughs> Melissa, okay, what does that look like, Jill? Lady Jill, what does that look like they're doing? Hold on, this is the room. Uh, show them the logo. I'm trying to. I think Casey had sent me a link to the room because that's where we're going to go. Perfect. Standard poolside cabana. Why wouldn't it look I think it looks like pulled pork. And I, Lady Joe, once you see it, I would like your uh, – tell me what you see. It. What What's going on there? It's right there in the background. The interwebs won't let me. Oh, boy. I'm oh serious. Boy. Folks, I'm, I'm sorry this show is – No, I think it's – that's all right. They heard our we got we got this. We got this because we're warm beer in the cheap seats. That's so weird. All right, I got it right here. <laughs> this, 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 this makes uh, what does that look like they're doing? Theater of the mind. What is happening? What is happening? What is happening in that photograph? Uh, in that logo? There are no bananas in this video, right? Okay, come come over to the what what is hap, what is happening in this photo or in this logo? The pulled pork. Oh, a little J O action. Yeah. J O. The, <laughs> the J to the O. There you go. And what is Hello? this? Oh, look this way. Oh, Welcome, man. sweet Melissa. Melissa. <laughs> that was the best. That I think Paradise Lakes is inviting you. This is this is an actual invite from them. I am. <laughs> you, you two should go together and hey, uh sweet melissa sweet melissa i think i think the way she should do it we should get her a mrs doubtfire outfit and she would fit in perfect hello 
I was gonna say, just wear a burka, just really freak them out. Oh, just wear some really cool. Yeah, like I'm naked. It's just my, you know my religion. You know I can't. You know <laughs> I'm naked underneath. That's right. <laughs> you just can't all? see it. Use your imagination. Let it go roam and go wild. So. You went to a wedding this week. I did go to a wedding. Uh, it was on Saturday. A week, almost a week ago. Not your wedding. Not my wedding. Okay. No. <laughs> Just Whoa. to clarify. Although, uh, listen. No. Although, uh, Lady Jill's like, she threw the hints and I'm like, uh, okay. women like the hint. They like the hint. They, they, they I got the hints and I just missed them because I'm a little slow. Hey, you, you, know, you know what the hint was when I told my grandfather I wasn't, I was, I was engaged. He said, I'm surprised. Oh, I thought you were gay. No, he goes, suffer like the rest of us. <laughs> oh, wow. uh, Gramps, I love you too. He said, you like the lemon. Yeah, like the lemon. <laughs> the juicy Lucy. So I attended a wedding. I got dressed up. Aw, he looks sharp. Yeah. Thank you, you, Lady Joe. You don't dress up too often. No. No. Seldom. It's too hot in Florida to dress up. It is. I, I was the most dressed up at the wedding, I think. Was, yeah, uh, I told him to take off the sports coat. But I wouldn't take my sport coat off. It was hot. There's an out outside wedding. It was... The Lady Joe officiated the wedding. Ooh. Yeah, so at the beginning, she's like, let's get married right now. You know, something like she that. She did. <laughs> she did. They get, that they would be get... an actual great way to get married. <laughs> I'll renew my vows that way. <laughs> that would be cool. Uh, Lady Jill is out for hire, by the way, to do that. That's, like her, that. that's her new job. She's uh, preacher man, Lady Jill. So she, so folks, uh, if you do need to get hitched, just at, at Warm Beer and the Cheap Seats, at Beer Seats on Twitter. That's right. Or at the show. At Warm Beer and Cheap Seats. That's correct. So contact us if you need to get hitched. Lady Jill's looking for work. That's right. Does she do? Does she do drive-throughs? We can. Now, when I go to a wedding, I'm really only th focused on the three things. What's and, that? And these the are the three things. The, the, these are the three things I think. Is it love? Nope. <laughs> no one remembers love. No one ever will. Nope. Um, they, they remember Is it romance? Nope. No one remembers that either. They remember the food? Yep. Yeah. The, the music? Yeah. And the booze. And the booze, yeah, or the drinks, whatever. Truth be told, that's why I show up to weddings. I remember yeah. the food, booze, drama, and music, and well, not necessarily that order. Sometimes, yeah, yeah, I've seen uh, some drama go down. You know, that's like people going home with the wrong. That's party. when you know you have good booze at the wedding. Exactly. Yeah, where's so and so? We're doing a family picture. I don't know. He's banging abroad. He'll be down in a minute. You know. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> so Nat, Nat, uh, no, no, Mrs. No, no, Gr no, Granny no. Big Ed goes, I might be old, but I'm not deaf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? <laughs> you tell the story. No, no, no. And, and to protect the innocent, names have to be changed. Change names. Yeah. Just tell the story with different names. 
Well, there was supposed to be a family photo, and they're like, "Where's Frankie at?" Are you being for real? And yeah. uh, no one, no one knew where Frankie was at. And, and then uh, someone thought they'd be really quick. Hey, he's upstairs, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and my grandmother goes, uh, "My dad's Big Ed's mother goes, Big Ed, Mister Big, Big Ed's mother, Mister Big Ed's mother says." Hey, so-and-so, smart mouth. I might be old, but I'm not deaf. She was not pleased. That's pretty awesome, actually. Yeah. yeah. That makes a good wedding memory. <laughs> it was a good one. Yeah, that was a good wedding. Um, all right. Uh, so, all right, so the food, though. You were kind of talking the food before. Food was so. good. I was impressed. So, like the hors d'oeuvres, yeah, might as well have been the main course. We had so we we came into the the banquet hall. I'm gonna do a little plug. Spartan Manor, Newport Richie okay. did a good job. NPR, NPR. Huh. We came into the into the booze hour, the, the reception hour, and Lady Jill goes, "Oh, look, that's the food we ordered. That's our that's our dinner." I'm like, "No, it's not. That's different than what we ordered." They 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 did it up. We had a we had we got the fish. No no no. There's no fish. <laughs> no, I learned from the movie Airplane. You never get the fish. You get. We had meatballs, fried ravioli. We had a panaziti. Mm. We had calamari, and then like little quiches. Is this an Italian wedding? No, there. I don't think I was like probably the only Italian guy there. Mm. Damn, that's pretty. It was like made for you. I was very happy. And some people were also very happy. They were eating like this was the main course. <laughs> like the the little like the little plates, like the little saucers that you get to put your cup of coffee on, they were loading it up with ZDs. There was there was no shortage. I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, don't fill they up. They could have saved themselves a lot of money. Right. They didn't have to do the main course. You could just, hey, here you go. Have at it. That's fucking great. But the ZDs were nice. The meatball was nice. The fried ravioli. I didn't eat the calamari. Lady Jill said the calamari was good. Was good. So hey, it was first class. I thought it was nice. Then we had nice. Uh, we had Lady Jill got the roast beef. She was very ballsy to do so. Very ballsy <laughs> get, to get the roast beef at a wedding because that could be. You, you might as well need a. Uh, Oh no! I knew what I wanted. We did. We did okay. share though, very nicely. Like we liked each other or something. Mm. I got the Mediterranean chicken, Mediterranean. So, but let's go back to roast beef. Oh, it had the lemon. It has the lemon, and it had the feta. Ah. So we had a uh, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> hey, the roast beef is actually is that the sauce that you put on fuck you. A fuck you sauce. Yeah. <laughs> The roast beef was very good, very tender, very delicious. The uh, Jew was nice. No, everyone likes a Jew. Uh, everybody, everybody, everybody likes a Jew. I had the Mediterranean chicken Mediterranean had like a lemon cream sauce with the sun dried oh. tomatoes, a little bit of feta, the lemon. It was very good. Now, Big Ed, we have a food question for you. Are you prepared for this one? Uh, sure. Okay, so we're eating the baked potato, and it was a little bit on the, and it wasn't a sweet potato. It was your standard like baker. Sure. 
Okay, but it had like kind of a sweet taste to it. Do is there a such a procedure where you like brine a uh, a, a potato in like sugar water or anything Wait, there like are that? Some Yukon bulbs are a little sweet, aren't they? Yeah, but yeah, they're, they're not, not sweet. Difference. But th- this had like a sweet taste. Yeah, it was. It wasn't like you were eating ice cream. Maybe some brown sugar and something in it. Yeah, that's what no, I was no, thinking. No. No, no brown sugar because the potatoes came out wrapped in foil, cut, you know. I showed Lady Joe how to do the old squeeze-a-rooney on each end to pop open. You, you, just, you just learned that? How no, to, I, I've known that for a long time. You had a teacher that? I had a no, teacher that. No, he didn't teach me that. I he taught. Had, he has calluses at the fingertips. Oh, it was too hot for her. Well, it's hot potato. That's what they call hot potatoes. I here to tell my side of Oh, well, well, you can tell it. Well, it sounded better. It sounded, Mike made it sound better that you never had a fucking baked potato before. It sounded better, but that way. But but the real question, so you're not I, sure. I, that's, you know what? They could have soaked them in sugar water. I mean, it's very yeah. possible. The potato is very poor. I mean, it, it wasn't. It's it wasn't not a bad, bad idea. No, it's not. It, the potato was nice. And then with green beans on the side. It was nice. It was Food was good. Yeah. Food was good. Good good bread, too. They had nice bread. Where, where was the reception at? At Spartan Manor in Newport Ritchie. I'm looking it up. It's, oh, it's, oh. A, it's a bag. Oh, that explains the Mediterranean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Greeks. Yes. They like it. They have the lemon. Fuck you. Hey, hey, <laughs> Big Mike, since you were there, why'd you? did you ask him about the diners? Yeah. I, I did it. I couldn't find a Greek person. Like the, the the bartender wasn't Greek. If I could find a Greek, I would have asked them about yeah. diners. Like, hey, listen, I got a very, very important question. What you had to do well, is walk across the street to somewhere. I mean, you were in Newport, uh, Richie. Hopefully, when Sweet Melissa goes to that um, compound, the, the compound of the nudist colony, she could ask a Greek person there. I bet you there are some old Greeks that live in there. They love it in the ass. Uh, Melissa, what about your neighbor? Did you ask did you ask no. Dimitri Demetrius about I didn't have any run ins and I like to keep those to a minimum. <laughs> Why don't you next take time my I no come over? No, not yet. Hey, next time I come over, can you introduce me to Dimitri Demetrius? Yeah. yeah, he'll probably ask you how much you paid for your car and tell you you paid too much. <laughs> I, I paid one dollar, Dimitri Demetrius. Too much. Paid just the too much. I paid a dollar for it. Shit. I knew I paid too much. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck you. He wants to sell you a bicycle. More of that juice. Fuck you, juice. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> hmm. I'll do my homework this week. For the nudist colony or the... Or talking to Dimitri Demetrius. I'm thinking... Maybe Dimitri Dimitri. Okay, that's good. That's, that's two birds with one stone. Take him to the nudist. Oh, place. that would be awesome. What if you invited him to go? Oh, no. Plus, he could do the. <laughs> he could sell his BJ. Fuck you. Drink. <laughs> Melissa, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That could be great show material. Amen, brother. Right, Jimmy Mike. That could be. Yeah. That could. That could be. I. You know, I think like that could. That Oscar could over. 
Yeah, we could get on. What is what is this called? I smell uh, Tony. We, we could be sweepy weeks or whatever. That could be really good. Right, we could have a Tony Award, a daytime uh, a daytime enemy. <laughs> Melissa, you could put sweet Melissa. You could put this over the top. Sweet Melissa takes Dimitri Demetrius to Paradise Lakes. <sighs> Just a lot, of, thinking, a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. Just think about the sound bites. I just want you to think about this. The show's the show's funding this. It's not. It's not going to cost you anything. It's going to be a good time. I'll see what I can do. All right. Bring, I, bring a couple of Z lemons. Z. I'm glad you're up to it. Yeah, oh, I know. Did you see how much for like a single male? They shit. That's why you got to take somebody in. It saves the, the show some money. Where if we go as a couple? Exactly. You say uh, you're here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we're a couple. We're not single. Can you see? We're in love. Dang it. I want my discount. That's, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. You know what? That is brilliant, Casey. Yes. That's true. Well, See, that's, are you guys watching have, wrestling or baseball? We have wrestling, baseball. wrestling on. But I got baseball on the phone. Dimitri Demetrius. Yeah, you did like mention him. a Halloween con contest out there. Yep. And a bubble party. I mean, if you're gonna bubble go, party, what is a pajama party? I'm looking oh. at events. Oh God. Uh -oh. A bubble party. That's in college. That's when people used to do things that produced fluids as well like what well, that's this weekend bubble bubble toil and trouble oh, I've, oh never heard of this. I've never been invited to one of those parties yeah why don't you share that with us sweet <laughs> melissa they call them foam parties okay and how did they produce Nobody the foam knows, well like foam machines but then people would do things that you wouldn't be able to see in like foam. what like produce other white liquids are you talking like a batch? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, as Lady Jill does the hand signal and uh, Jimmy White goes like a batch. Oh. Well done, Lady Wait, Jill. Hand in, yeah, this is right. Oh. oh. With the explosion at the end. Oh, oh dear God. Hey, you know what? With the lemon. Hey, at the beer, one beer, the cheap seeps, we always rise to the top. Right to the bottom of the WBs, yes. <laughs> so what? So there? What? So what else do they do at these? Bottom? I didn't. I didn't go to. I went to community college, man. Yeah, I was, I got I was kicked, not I got I kicked like, out of community college. I wasn't exposed to this kind of stuff, Melissa. You didn't miss anything. I no, I miss bubble parties. I if tried there's to not be exposed to those things. Why not? Were you, Boy, oh, you, really, you really you really just short yourself at those college life could have had a lot of experiences that you would have enjoyed i mean i had a good time i just didn't frequent phone parties hmm. so in the phone parties did you use foam as your clothing at one point of the evening no, no. well i did not i don't know did other people. other patrons I don't. I never thought about it, honestly. Oh, sure. What the hell? Are you, what, the, what are you supposed to do at these phone parties? You're probably right. Take drugs, drink, and like. Jeez. 
know. All right, everybody. If you didn't hear that, Lady Joe said, do drugs, drink, and play with foam. I don't know. I've never been to one. That goes on you know what? Shirt. That would be against everything I know because Nancy Reagan told me to say no to drugs. Yeah. It goes on a shirt, though. Do drugs, drink, and play with foam? That could be What, what goes on a shirt, Melissa? That's what Nancy Reagan once said. Yeah. <laughs> that, Nancy said that. I think a, she said that. She didn't know, know the mic was hot. She didn't know the mic was hot when she whispered yeah. to Ron. She said, pass that shit. She goes, <laughs> Ronnie, do, do, do drugs, drink, and play with foam. <laughs> play with my foam. Oh boy! Whoa. Give me those jelly beans. Okay. Well, you had jelly beans everywhere in the White House. Oh really? Yeah, you had a sweet tooth. Yep. Hey, school bus. Hey, school bus driver. Welcome. Hey, school bus driver. I scored. I just want to tell you, I scored a Hot Wheels school bus uh, at an antique mall <laughs> two weeks ago, and it's minty mint. And I, I only I got it. I only paid twelve bucks for it. I couldn't uh, fifteen. I'm sorry, fifteen dollars. And it's really mint, really mint. But yes, yeah, so you, you went to St. Augustine for that wedding. Just we school bus drivers, one of our regular listeners, or Lady Joe, and he was at St. Augustine the Leitner Museum. Yeah, the which Leitner. Yep. Lady Joe was also when we were in St. Augustine earlier this year, dropping hints about wow. St. Augustine's. Wait, St. Augustine's what? It's in Florida. No, not on the card. I, I, I scored it. It was loose. It was pretty good. Uh, and, it, and I'm mainly a matchbox guy, but I'll, I'll, I'll scoop up some of those red lines any, every once in a while. Put in my collection. But not on the card, but pr almost almost a card pool. It had one or two scratches. I'm looking at it right now. It's across Studio C in one of the display cases. Right we there. are your uh, unofficial Hot Wheels Matchbox podcast, folks. Yeah, WBCS. Yes. Well, at least like two people listening are interested. Oh, I'm interested. Oh, good. Three. Three of us. So anyway, uh, I I got to ask, uh, not not to get too far off uh, topic, but uh, Subway, uh, I need you to get in touch with your friend, Jimmy the Woke. I need to make some money, and the World Series starts Ooh. No matter what happens this ne next week, it starts next Friday, the World Series, between the best American League team Astros, and uh, the best mm -hmm. uh, National League team, which is to be decided. But the Phillies uh, have jumped to a 3-1 lead right now. Ah. Uh, so do you think Jimmy the Woke can be here for some World Series predictions? Subway. Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. Is this on? Yeah, it's on. Yep. He's uh, all right. He's he fell asleep already. He's taking a shit. So we'll we'll go back. To, we'll circle back to him later. So we do need Jimmy the woke though, because you know I might want to put a little bit of money on the World Series, and without him, I'm lost. Imagine he's talking right now, not realizing he's he's uh he's he, he, muted. He, he muted himself. Mm. That can happen. That can happen. It can happen. He's never been funnier. That's the irony. Yeah, I hear him. I hear him loud and clear now. Yeah. Well, anyways, so World Series be next week. Hey, there's a lot of things I'm reading. Uh, 
Well, I don't know. It started with Mike Francesca, and he's complaining about Bob Costas, and he says Bob Costas talks too much, but that's his job. Well, it is his <laughs> job. I, I personally like Bob Costas. I don't. I like him. I've never baseball. had a problem with Costas. I don't. I, look, he talks about the history of the game a lot, and that's fine. I mean, Francesca's complaining because one, he he's in a New York market, and he's like, no one needs to hear about the history of the Yankees because they know it. I'm like, not in fucking Houston, dude. They don't give a shit about your Yankees. This is not WPIX with Phil Rizzuto calling the game. This is a national broadcast. Everyone, and there are a lot of uh, casual people that are going to be just tuning in. They don't know. They That's his, his – part of your job as broadcaster is to link sometimes the past to the present and why does it all matter and why yep. should you stay tuned in and definitely sell the game. Be like, hey, it all just fucking generally blows. It's not going to make a good broadcast. In either case, Mike Francesca is a bore of a man. Okay, so um, he doesn't like Chris Russo, who Mad Dog, who he had a show with long time. Right. He, he made him number one, and he didn't like Russo. So, Mike Francesca, fuck yourself. There, I said it. There you go. That's hey, straight. Casey. Hey, so. I'm sure it's. People have told him to go fuck himself. <laughs> you know what? I just, I've never been a fan yeah. of Costas, Bob Costas because uh, he's always very biased about his Yankees. He's very strong in New York. Breaking news. I just got the, from the ultimate Karen. Oh. That Jimmy the Woke fell asleep. Did he really? Wow. Yeah, we, the show was we, boring him. We put oh. him to sleep. That's right. that's that's pretty sad. And I thought this was going to be – I thought the show was on a roll. His mommy came in with two cookies and a juice box for him. Oh, no, some warm milk. Oh, I was, I was hoping for warm, warm and milk. And a belly rub. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Man, he's like a uh, ultra-masculine gentleman then wasn't here for that. Well, he's he probably was, partying like a rock star ultimate. ultimate. Oh, dude, sure. he's – Styling and profiling. Absolutely. Him and Flair together. Oh, man. Woo. When's he coming on the show? Uh, we we got to figure out his schedule, but uh, I'll, I'll I'll put some feelers out and see if we can get him back in sometime. Uh, you know what? The only thing I did like about – one more thing about Mike Francesca that I like was that Sour Shoes, that Big Ed will know this. It's because yeah. a, a frequent caller of Howard Stern. Uh, and the guy's absolutely insane. Uh, he would just call and terrorize this guy. And uh, <laughs> he's just got the ability to keep calling in. And uh, he's probably like part of the greatest radio prank in the history of radio. What would he do? Well, he, all right. So like there was a guy on Howard's – well, he would call in um, uh, as different voices and he can mimic people. So he Oh, Steve. He, I think he did to Steve Lankford, right? Yeah, Steve Lankford was like a journalist that worked for Howard too. This was another time, but this is the greatest radio prank. He he kept calling Steve Prankford, but Steve Lankford. What he would do is he'd call and be like, "Hey, Steve, I'm real busy. I can't take this call right now," and then hang up on him. <laughs> and, nice. And then he would call him back for like eight straight hours, just doing it. Real busy, Steve. Can't take your call. And then hang up, you know. And then uh, the way it turned out was uh, two of the guys, Richard and Sal had created sound bites of things of him to say and uh they recorded it so they started calling him from different parts of the building 
and uh, just terrorize this guy. And then he would just start screaming like, I'm calling the FCC and I'm calling the police. And I'm telling your parents, you know, meanwhile, the guy tell my parents. Well, he's a grown man, but he still lived with his parents. But he's like, oh, I'm man. telling your parents. You know what happened? He got hit with a fastball. He yeah, was a ball yeah. player. You're supposed to be a good ball player. Yeah. And he got hit. You in the, he got hit in the head. <laughs> and it just like knocked him back into like 1986. And he's been there ever since. Yeah, he, I think he was a Pepperdine or something. Yeah. Like, he knew Adam Sandler, like, uh, somehow, like, around that age. Who did? This guy, Sour Shoes. He used to play pickup basketball with uh, Adam Sandler, like, you know, going back, like, 30-plus years. Yeah. So. Oh, my God. Look at this broad's makeup every time. That's horrible. Oh it is God, bad. We're talking. Rousey. We're talking about Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. So, sir, her eye makeup—it's like red and the black eye shadow. Uh, it's a little distracting. Hmm. <laughs> someone, just someone just took a picture of it. That's all I heard. Perfect. <laughs> Well, uh, if anyone's been watching Thursday Night Football on Amazon, uh, there were some touchdowns last night, actually. So, uh, Like nine of them? Yeah, there's actually quite a few. Um, you know, some couple pick sixes. I, I, I'm, I watch, but the Thursday Night Football, I wish they would end it. I, I think it just hurts the product. Let the players rest. They, they, a lot of the times, half the teams are coming off three days. They don't have their offense together. Guys are hurt. It's dopey. They were saying there were ton. You know, we watched most of it, right? But there were enough touchdowns. I have to think which is which. There's enough touchdowns to make up for no touchdowns over the last several weeks. Oh yeah, they've had. I mean, mm-hmm. the games have been horrible. Mm-hmm. I don't have Amazon Prime, so I haven't seen any of the Thursday games. You know, you got Al Michaels. Well, what keeps throwing me off is Kirk Herbstreet's doing it. And Kirk Herbstreet is a longtime college guy that does college game day. And he'll call a game for ESPN, like their game of the week. And he also did when EA Sports used to do NCAA football, like the broadcast for the video game. Uh-huh. So I keep like, I'll be doing something in the kitchen. And I hear his voice and I'm like, I leave my game on. Like, oh, I like boy. look around the corner. I just like having flashbacks of you know, playing on my PlayStation, uh, the NCAA game. So what you're saying is the Thursday night product, eh, we don't need it. We don't need it. Mm-hmm. I like the broadcast team. I like Herb Street. I love Al Michaels. Um, Al Michaels is always good. Al Michaels is the best. I, I think of anyone in, in the announcing profession, he's probably one of the best that's ever. I you, uh, Yes. Uh He's yeah, well prepared. He, he's, he's yeah, he's consistent, and he's probably got the best grasp of the English language. Actually, I enjoyed him. Like when they had that one year with Dennis Leary, I enjoyed that broadcast. Yeah, but I don't know. Some people didn't get it because, uh, you know, I, I, if you're a moron, you're not going to get what Dennis Leary's ever talking about. So. I don't know. There's a lot of morons out there. There are a lot of morons. That's why Dennis Leary got fired after a year. (laughs) Didn't pick the contract up. 
But John Rednecks didn't like the sarcasm. They didn't understand it. He's a great commentator. Uh, he's one of the best. Uh, John Madden, I would say, is probably the best commentator of all time. John Madden, huh? Yep. Hmm. He sure did like his turkey legs, that's for sure. Oh, he loved the turduncans. Tur turduncans are nice, and turkey legs are... Yeah, but you know what? Uh, Subway, Al Michaels is well-versed. He's he not one-dimensional. He could call most anything. Called the uh, Miracle on Ice? He sure did. He could call Cornhole if they had announcers. Or Pickleball. Pickleball. Let's not forget America's sport. <laughs> you too can join the National Pickleball Association. What's the, what's the latest one? Oh, uh, the Tom Brady League? Yeah. Wh I don't know. What, what league is he... Pushing, we mentioned it last show. I don't remember what it was called. It was in the article. Wait, I didn't. Name? I'm sure someone did. Oh, he's going to endorse one of the leagues? The PBA, Pickleball Association. Oh, yeah. he's not creating his own. He's just going to get on board with it's one. It's not going to be the TB. TB12. TB. A. TB. PBA. <laughs> I, I like Dick Enberg. I think he's full retired now, but he. He was solid football and baseball. He was voice of the Padres for a long time. He was a pretty good broadcaster. Kevin Durant purchased a pickleball team. Yeah, this is out of control. See, pickleball's stupid. I mean, if you don't know how to play sport, you play pickleball. I just want to run the clay bony. That's all I want to do. Yeah. Oh, the clay bony. That's what I want to do. Can I run? You know the clay what? Bony? We could. You know what, Casey? We could be clay bony. We could be like the John Belushi's of clay bony, like when he did the track and field and he was eating donuts. <laughs> Smoking yeah. a Marlboro, that, that that'd be us out there, just kicking the shit out of people. Probably. Just Can wear like nineteen seventies gym shorts, you know. Like the the. I don't know. They're called. They're called. Not huggers. Not huggers. The nut the nut showers, you know. <laughs> but it was like uniform of the day for a PE coach. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, Coach yeah, Parker. for sure. Oh, Coach Parker, yeah, we had yeah. Shogren. How's that for a coach name? What Shogren? Did he wear nut huggers? Yes. Did you me. like it? No, but you oh. just made me see it. Did you ever see one of his nuts? No. I don't think so. it was it hairy? <laughs> did, did it wink at you? <laughs> then that wasn't his nuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Zuzi Lemon. <laughs> so the the nineteen late seventies into the early eighties PE coach uniform would be nut huggers and tube socks, the striped tube socks. Oh, well, oh he yeah, kept it going through the nineties. Wow, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> keeping it keeping it alive <laughs> with a synthetic polo or any type fitting type shirt. Right coach here. Parker had a mustache too, so that made it very. Very 80s. He was kind of like the Tom Selleck of PE coaches. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Am I right or am I wrong? Yeah. And he ended up he ended up leaving and become like a he was a professional baseball scout. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. That was our PE coach in Catholic school when we were kids. Yep. Now coach Parker, I hope you're listening. At uh, MHR? Yeah. Yes. And then I used to run into him at the uh, Yankees games for spring training. Years, years later. Do you have nut huggers on? 
No, he dressed a little bit more inconspicuous. Oh. They weren't like, hey, coach. Yeah. You know, if you wore nut huggers, they're like, hey, coach. <laughs> he was a professional then. Right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. He couldn't show those things. We don't want to have Jeez. him show those things. <laughs> well, uh, hmm. well, look at the time. Is it that time? Could it be that time again? It's time for money. Yes, it's time. It's, it's time, it's for, time for something. It's been an hour. Big, Big Ed's Rock and Roll Retrospective. All right, hang on a second, fellas. Right. We're hanging on. Hanging on. We're hanging on loosely, <laughs> as they say. Mm. <laughs> I-, I wanted to clear my throat. All right, guys, okay. thanks. Uh, tonight we're uh, doing music. Uh, Casey was influenced by the uh, Duke boy growing up. And he said, uh, can you do ACDC, Dirty Deeds, Thunder Cheap? I'm like, yeah, I can. So ACDC, Dirty Deeds, Thunder Cheap, 1981. ACDC, Dirty Deeds, Thunder Cheap is the third studio album by Australian hard rock band ACDC. Originally released only in Europe and Australia in 1976. The album was not released in the United States until 81, more than one year after the lead singer Bon Scott's death. This was also ACDC's first album in its entirety to be recorded with the same lineup rather than including at least one track recorded with a different bassist or drummer. This would pretty much be the lineup minus Bon Scott. Uh, Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheat was a rougher than the TNT album and highlighted the difficulties of recording between increasingly demanding touring commitments, uh, being dropped by the label and picked up by Atlantic Records, and Bon Scott on the brink of being fired. They felt like he wasn't delivering on his vocals. Following, which I don't, I don't understand that, that the, the vocals on Dirty Deeds is almost flawless for a, a rocker. Uh, Following the American success of Highway to Hell in late 1979, copies of the album began to appear as imports in the U.S. Some of these were original Australian edition on Albert Productions. However, Atlantic pressed the international version in Australia. Uh, I had a copy of this on cassette. And many of these were also uh, exported to the United States on uh, Atlantic's U.S. division. And then uh, finally, the official release was in 1981. Went straight to number three in the Billboard album charts. Dirty D's Done Dirt Cheap has been certified platinum six times in Australia and the U.S., selling at least six million copies, becoming the third highest selling ACDC album. Uh, ACDC uh, Highway to Hell was platinum seven times, and Back in Black was 25 times. Reviews were great for... Except for, well, you guessed, that's right, Rolling Stone. In a motel parking lot, various people dressed in clothing for different job roles, their eyes covered with black bar. A black dog stands behind a veterinarian. The band's name, label ACDC, is on the top, pink and text with the album title placed in the white box. Uh, let's see, the studio album's ACDC was released uh, September 20th, 1976. Recorded in December of 75 till March of 76 in Sydney, Australia. Uh, The length, the American version is 39 minutes and 59 seconds. 
Uh, ACDC's uh, Bon Scott on lead vocals, Angus Young lead guitar, Malcolm Young rhythm guitar, backing vocals, Mark Evans on drums, and Phil Rudd. Excuse me, Bar uh, Mark Evans on bass guitar, Phil Rudd on drums, and Harry Vonda and George Young, the oldest uh, of the Young brothers, were the producers. The album opens with the title track, Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap, a very upbeat, aggressive start about a bad man who will do your biddings for a price. The song has great guitar solos and great vocals by Scott, and the band lends a hand on the supporting vocals that makes this one work. A real group effort on his track. The next song, Love at First Feel. I love the quick finger noise in the front the beginning that goes right into the jam. Throughout this, you get Phil Rudd's master of the kick drum. No big fills on this guy, nothing fancy, just a steady beat. Just a hard charging steady beat. And Scott has a devilish shrill in his voice, singing about underage romance and such. The young brothers play off each other. Big balls. A mid-tempo sang in a snooty English accent and plays off the parody of balls using high society ballroom dancing. A nice chant and was the first song Casey learned and the first song I ever heard him sing in a great party song. Rocker. This one starts out immediately with a fast punk-like rhythm and a beat very raw. It's just a very raw song. The lyrics started with, I'm a rocker, I'm a roller, a line from the opening scene of Mad Max from the character Knight Rider. Problem child, Scott will later say that this song is about Angus Young. Malcolm Young plays a mean rhythm on the opening and keeps it going throughout. Angus laces it together with a blistering solo and Phil Rudd is rock steady along with Mark Evans keeping this alive. There's gonna be some rock and if you have not figured it out yet, this is a guitar band and with a perverse mind perverse-minded frontman, and this song is no exception. Great guitars, steady kick drum beats, and Bon Scott gives you his all on the old vocals. There'll be some rocking for sure in the show tonight. Ain't no fun, an autobiographical look into Bon Scott's life up, uh, up to that point. Starts out a little slow, but, but slowly builds into a high energy song with Scott saying, ain't no fun when you're waiting to be a millionaire, and the tempo and intensity keeps building until it finishes. Ride On, a real slick blues song about Bon Scott, about drinking and the pearls of drinking and meeting women, and the blues riff is so nice. It's very soothing with Scott pouring his soul out for us to feel his pain. The song later become more significant, and now the band softly sings uh, the backup on Ride On. Guess we think it more, did they feel his impending death coming? Who knows? Squealer, the last song the, of the finisher of the, of the, of the album. Bon Scott has an uncanny ability to sing dialogue while Mark Evans kept a steady bass line going from start to finish as Scott tells the story of the squealer who had never been touched before. And Scott will let you know, he soils his poor young lady. <laughs> and, and at this point, the, cars are, the guitars are erupting and Scott and the band are just chanting squealer and the song fades out. Well, I gotta tell you, this was a scroll down memory lane I played this album bunch growing up in Nisquag where the Duke boy honed his craft of mischief and this would be part of the soundtrack. I had the international version of this and got it sometime before 1981 and it received a bunch of airplay. So the Dirty Thieves, Big Balls, Problem Child and Jailbreak from the original Australian version released in 76 made its, uh, its way to the US Airways. 
This is a defining album for ACDC at the time. The band was gaining traction with this album because of its raw and uh, intensity. It was exactly what we needed at the time. And the record company was wrong. They thought that the American audience uh, was not ready for such a raw record. Boy, were they wrong. The album sold 7 million copies and put them on the map. This gets four Montecitos and already had the Duke boys approval. Just look at the side of the general. The car took telephone poles so the music could keep playing, so the Duke boy could keep his foot in it. I'm Big Ed. Listen and enjoy. Yeah, this album was a staple of my childhood, for sure. It's a staple of my uh, high school days. All right, first thing I want to mention, if anyone's ever noticed, uh, if you look at the album cover, mm-hmm. Uh, the guy, if you're looking to the left, he looks suspiciously like the guy who once scored four touchdown game, uh, four touchdowns in a single high school football game for Paul. Well, oh yeah, right? Does it does it yeah. not look like uh, a young Ted Bundy? And I'm standing, or yeah, yeah, Al Bundy, not Ted. That's yeah, wrong. different guy, wrong, wrong Bundy. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I love this album. It, it's definitive ACDC. It's uh it's a formula that they kind of got locked in of like, you know what? If we do this over and over, we're going we're gonna to sell albums. We're going to sell albums and have a very lucrative career. And, uh, you know. But you know what? This just shows the raw talent of the band because they weren't really polished at this point, you know? Right. But it was just raw, untapped talent they were still finding their way this this lineup would would be the the quintessential acdc lineup right uh musically because you know bon scott died or you know he had been dead when this came out in the united states i mean the album i think i had got this album in 1979 or 1980 around there because jailbreak and uh Dirty Deeds were, were already on the air and Big Balls was already being played on the air. But the album, the album track, the uh, international version, the one I had was a uh, different. It didn't have Jailbreak on it. There was two, two or three different song lineup changes on side two. And I think it was three minutes longer, the Australian version, the original. Oh, okay. Yeah. But the one that was released in the United States, the one you're familiar with, the one I reviewed is the, uh, they call that the international version. And the cover was the the international version. There was another cover with uh, a big forearm on it, you know? It was like almost cartoonish, like like comic bookish. Oh, okay. I'm not familiar with that uh, album cover. Yeah, if if you see it, uh, I'm familiar with the one with the the people standing outside the hotel with the uh, the bars over the eyes. Yeah, that's the one that that everyone knows. But there was another one, oh, the, you know, the might. Australian version, the one that came out in '76. Oh, oh, with Bond Scott, yeah, the cartoonish arm over the pool table. Yes, yes, because at this point they had a little Looks bit like of money. A chicken leg. Because they did uh, TNT before right. before that, and that that really got the, that started the ball rolling for them, you know. I think you know, as I got older, uh, waiting around to be a millionaire is like my favorite 
track on that album. But there's not really a dead track. I mean, that's a pretty solid rock album. Very solid. And even even the blues stuff they got from oh. Right On is oh, uh, Right On. Yeah. And it's a good change of pace to lead into Squealer to yes. finish the album. Yeah, if you read the story on Squealer, it's pretty disturbing. Bon Scott was fucked up. <laughs> What's the story? It's about him having sex with a virgin and her crying. No. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it sounded filthy. Well, I mean, uh, it sounded filthy. Like that's because it was filthy. It was, it was filthy. Bon, bon like Scott. Rosie and, you know, they had a couple. Uh... Oh. Hey, uh, you know, I, we, we got a question on the board, though, Big Ed. Would you know offhand how ACDC got their name? They tried to say the alphabet. See, I, well, I, I don't think it has to do with the electric. I don't. I don't, I don't know. I don't, Maybe no. it was. Yeah. I, I could find it. I could find that out. I didn't uh, even think about that. Yeah. Uh, and other rumors means it goes. You go both ways, you know. Oh, yeah. There used to be the rumor when. Uh, That's when what my grandma used to say. What's that? If somebody was ACDC. Yeah. Uh, ACDC. Or ACDC, or how would she say it? I've heard that before, but yeah. I've never got it. Yep. That, there. And then you'd be like, what are you talking about? And she's like, you know, a figula. A figula. <laughs> ACDoocy. That, that was another one. <laughs> oh, really? ACDoocy. <laughs> oh, right in the deuce. Right in the deuce. Oh, right in the, wow. the poop hole. Right in the boof. Right in the boofer. Getting boofed in the poop hole. Ah, oh, jeez. But, Yeah. Well, there you go. That's it. <laughs> there you go. I I think we said it all. Maybe we may have. You know what, Casey? Because this is kind of uh, yeah your your deal. This this uh, retrospect. So what what am I doing next? What's another? Uh, uh I, I'm. You know, probably. Uh, I would say. Hmm. How about uh, now? I could be save a, a a little older, but say uh, Pink Floyd, Delicate Sound of Thunder. Would that would that be too out of the realm? I'll, if that's if that's I, I don't know. I'm trying to think because I I you know there's a lot of stuff I used to get on like a mixtape that would be like not necessarily an album, but yeah, I used to yeah. Um, how, how about all right? Uh, definitely this one, I would say Zeppelin 2. Zeppelin 2? Yeah, and that's definitely an album that has not been reviewed. It has not, and that was one I played been. a lot growing up. Yes. Yeah, Zeppelin 2. Because be, uh, I could say, because of Big Ed, I'm a, a massive Led Zeppelin fan. So that would, that, would, that would be a good one I think we can all enjoy and revel in. And and have a good laugh at Rolling Stone yet again, giving them the <laughs> wait. So you Rolling Stone panned "Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap" the album. They gave it three, where everyone else gave it four and a half to five. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> They're fucking dumb. Dude. Um, I, I got breaking news. Okay, okay. How cool. ACDC got their name? Oh, okay. So uh, Malcolm and Angus Young developed the idea for the band's name from their sister Margaret. Margaret Young's 
they saw the initials ACDC on the AC adapter of a sewing machine. <laughs> AC slash DC is an abbreviation for alternating, alternating current and direct current of electricity. The brothers felt that this name symbolized the band's raw energy, power-driven performance performances of their music. Huh. Well, it definitely... So it wasn't worked. ever... A, Nothing uh, to do with homosexuality. I always Mikey. thought it was uh, um, against Christ, devil's child. I can't believe oh. it. That's what your parents wanted you to think. Yes. Yeah. Holy shit. Tipper Gore, you bitch. But in reality, it was all due to a sewing machine plug. And you know why he always wears those uh, those shorts, right? School gear, uh, school schoolboy outfit. Because weren't he like skipping school when they were originally playing? Yeah, he was really young when he started. He's the youngest. Yep. Well, Angus used to say in interviews that Malcolm was the talent of the band. He just didn't want to play lead. Yeah, this is true. If you listen, Malcolm did a lot of writing. A lot of those riffs are Malcolm. Yep. Yeah, hell of a guitar player, man. Yeah, he's, uh, I think his nephew or somebody's playing uh, rhythm now. Yeah, he can't, he can't play anymore. He's uh, a lot of, I think he had like onset, like, like dementia. dementia or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So pretty sad, but a uh, hell of a player, man. Yeah. Well, with that, Sad note. Is that a show? I think that's a show. So next week we got Zeppelin 2 on Rock and Roll Retrospective. Who had the over-under on Wee Wee? I don't think we said Wee Wee once. Wee Wee was just muttered the first time just moments ago. Yes. Uh, and let's just circle around real before we go back to Wee Wee Slam. Uh, <laughs> is Jimmy the Woke available to uh, give us a World Series prediction next week? Yes. Because game game one is next Friday. Everybody, that was a yes. Just in case you didn't hear it, I heard oh. it. Okay, okay. Deep, deep in the background. Look, we're gonna count on you to stay awake so you could get him uh, to the studio. Yeah, very important. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, just do it. Whatever, whatever Elvis would do, that's what you should do. I'm sure. Juice not, box and peanut butter sandwiches. I'm, I'm sure it wouldn't work out badly. But we're gonna have to no. be able to hear you. Yes. Got to be shot out of a cannon. <sighs> okay. Well, we got a Carvel <laughs> cake waiting for us, so uh, I think yes. we're gonna. I think we're gonna end this. That's right, Carvel cake. It's a birthday party for. Casey. Thank you, everyone. See you, Jimmy, Big Ed, Subway. Later, guys. Happy birthday. Bye. See you next week, everybody. I'm gonna go eat some Carvel cake. Okay, save Brittany. <laughs>